Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story for this week, round four of the 2021 Create a Competitor competition is over. This round was a fatal four-way match between Lauren Santiago, JAC, Time Bomb Tim, and Vicious Vic Vandal. Pat Mulligan created a poll hosted on another site. I believe it's the same site that is used or was used in round one for the voting. In this round, you could vote for up to two of the people in the poll to go on to the finals. You could just vote for one if you wanted to, but you could vote for, and I believe they're hoping for you to vote for two people. The two people who end up with the most votes will be the finalists. This poll ran for two days. It started Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, and closed Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 48 hours a little bit shorter than the voting periods over the past couple of rounds. Only 48 hours this time. But the poll is over. It's closed. As far as who will win, we won't find that out until, I believe, Talk of the Universe this Wednesday. So October 5th, 8.30 p.m., Talk of the Universe starts sometime during that broadcast. We should find out who the finalists are for the 2021 CCC and find out what the format of the match is. I'm going to presume a two-week period for promos and the like before the actual determination is made. How that's going to be made, I don't know. Hopefully all this information will come out on next week's show, on next week's Talk of the Universe. Because time is ticking away. I know they want to get this CCC done before the next CCC launches. The deadline to submit your entry for the next Creative Competitor competition is still Halloween. It's still October 31st. Now, nothing has been put out yet as far as how you submit your entry. I would assume it's the same way that you've done in the past. You'll email Pat Mulligan with your character, character description, backstory, all of that. So if you're interested in entering the 2022 CCC, I would start prepping all of that now. And I'm presuming that Pat Mulligan, who runs the Creative Competitor Competitions, will relatively soon put out the information of what he wants and where you need to send that. But those are the types of things they've asked for in the past. I assume they'll ask for those in the future. So if you're interested in signing up for the 2022 CCC, start thinking about your competitor, what they look like, what their history is, how they found out about the Legendary Fighting Federation, those types of background things, that type of information. That's what's going to be in your submission. That's what's going to get published when the 2022 CCC starts. They will put out those biographies and descriptions when the match starts. They'll also 
have a sketch drawn of your competitor, so they do need that physical description, please be as descriptive as possible because I can tell you from personal experience, they don't always interpret the description correctly. So make sure you're really clear with what your competitor looks like because you don't want your sketch to not represent your competitor. That's all I have though on the CCC. We're waiting for the round four results and what the actual format of the finals will be. Hopefully we get that next Wednesday talk of the universe. Next, let's talk about Nerdvana. Nerdvana is going to be hosting a create a competitor tournament next week, October 8th. Nerdvana located in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey, that is near Atlantic City. Here are the details on the Nerdvana Create a Competitor competition. It's going to start at noon Eastern. You will need to, in advance, email your deck list to Nerdvana NJ, so Nerdvana, New Jersey abbreviation, at gmail.com. You'll need to include your entrance card, and you'll need to let them know if you're using Valiant or Newman Spectacles. It's going to be a $25 entry. That's the cost to sign up. There will be diversity in the top cuts. 2020 vision and all current erratas are being enforced. There will be Swiss rounds based on the number of people that sign up. Expect five to six Swiss rounds. Again, that number is subject to change based on the attendance. Then there will be a cut to a top 16. In the top 16, they will choose a stipulation at random from the following list. Steel cage, ladder, table, steel chain, Liger's Den, and Psycho Circus. In the top eight, in the quarterfinals, every match will have a special guest referee. The special guest referee will be one of four members of Dirty Jurors. It will either be Johnny Eldorado, JPL, Lobo Suicida, or El Hombre Cybernetica. So for each top eight matchup, each quarterfinal matchup, one of those four will be selected at random. There will be no duplicates. So once El Hombre Cybernetico is selected, for example, no other match will use El Hombre Cybernetico. So there will be one match with a special guest referee of Johnny Eldorado, one with JPL, one with Lobo Suicida, and one with El Hombre Cybernetico. Special guest referee is a type of stipulation where each player gets to use the gimmick of the competitor chosen, as well as their own gimmick for their own competitor. That's your top eight. Top four, the stipulation of the top four will be either tables, ladders, and chains, or last competitor standing. In both of the matchups, there's, of course, going to be two semifinal matchups. The player in each matchup that has the better record will choose which of those two stipulations he wants to use. And both stipulations are able to be chosen. So both matches could be last competitor standing. Both could be TLC. Or one could be TLC and one could be last competitor standing. It just depends on the choice made. But the choice will be made by the player in each match with the better record. And then the finals will be played using the main event stipulation. That is what's going on with Nerdvana Create a Competitor Tournament October 8th noon that is 
a week from now, next Saturday. The following week, Mark Toberfest 4 and ArmorCon. Now, I have not heard a lot about ArmorCon, so hopefully we'll start hearing about that soon. Mark Toberfest 4 is a creative competitor tournament. I will give you more information about that next week, but we should expect, in addition to the main creative competitor tournament, I at least would expect to see a World Heavyweight Championship match, since that champion is there. Possibly an LFF tag team match, tag team championship match, although I'm not sure if both members of the current tag team champions, the Dangerous Alliance, will be there. We might see the Midwest Coast Championship on the line because the current Midwest Coast champion, Sherry Von Danish, may be there. We may even see an LFF Trios or LFF Underworld Championship because I believe Kirk Polka is going to be at Mark Toberfest 4. That's not a guarantee, but it is a possibility. He has traveled to Recess Games in North Olmstead before. That is where the Mark Toberfest and WrestleMania events usually are held. That's going to do it right now for news I have on upcoming live events. I will give you more on Marktoberfest next week. I also hope next week to give you more about ArmorCon. Faction Wars 4. As far as I know, the Faction Wars 4 draft is still postponed. We may hear some news about that early next week. There might be an announcement, but as of right now, the date and time of the Faction Wars 4 draft is to be determined. It has not been announced at this time. Also, the current Chibi's Seed of Power tournament currently on hiatus. Why? Because, as I reported last week, and I'll talk about again briefly now, Bob Dunn, former LFF World Heavyweight Champion, beloved figure in the community, still in the hospital. Again, I don't want to give a lot of information out of your respect for his privacy, but he still is in the hospital. He is improving. Hopefully, he will be healthy and be back soon. In the meantime, on last episode of Talk of Universe, they announced the following special in a way of paying tribute to Bob. As of right now, through, I believe, Monday. That's Monday, October 3rd. Possibly extended, but let's assume Monday, October 3rd. If you purchase $60 worth of product before shipping, I'm going to assume before shipping, on supershowthegame.com, and that $60 includes a competitor created by Bob Dunn. That could be Robert the Brain Dunn, Big Bad Bobby D, King Kong Dundee, Reverend Goodbrains, either version of Velvet Assassin, either version of White Lily, League of Extraordinary Grapplers, Blue-Eyed Fiends, Gray Matter, Brain Power, Amos the Iron Worker, any competitor set that he created. You purchase that along with $60 worth of other merchandise. You can put in a special request to have artwork commissioned featuring Bob Dunn, a Bob Dunn created competitor, and any other competitor you want, two competitors, doing anything you want, any kind of move, any kind of pose, any kind of situation. You know, send all the reference art to 
Steve Rask to Super Show the Game using the created content form on supershowthegame.com. Include your order number. Let them know that you want to have this art created. As far as I know, there's no limit. So you can do multiple $60 purchases. I would also assume if you want to do, say, buy $120 worth of stuff to do two, as long as you included, you know, two Bob Dunn competitors with that $120 worth of stuff, you could do two. If you want to do three, $180 purchase, three Bob Dunn competitors. I assume that's allowed too. They did not expressly state that, but I would imagine that would be fine as opposed to doing three separate $60 orders. Could be wrong. Again, the deadline, as far as I know, is October 3rd. So if you happen to hear this, you're just finding out about that now. You can, but that's out there. That's being done to just pay tribute to Bob. So when cards in the future come out, they can have this Bob Dunn art on them. If you're interested in doing that, that's an option that's out there for you. Those are pretty much the main stories I have. There was one championship match this week that I'm aware of. If I missed one, I apologize. But the only championship match that I saw was a match Tuesday night for the Intergalactic Championship. The current Intergalactic Champion going into the match was Rowdy Ron. Now, I'll mention this here. The Intergalactic Championship is different than the other championships. Most championships, you win with a competitor. You are the champion with that competitor. In the Intergalactic Championship, you are the champion. And then you can use whatever competitor you want. The only difference is you can't use the same competitor multiple times. Once you use a competitor, that's it. Can't use that competitor anymore. I still believe that is in effect for both challenger and champion. That may have changed. But in this particular match, the decision is made that it's going to be a trios match. The champion, Rowdy Ron, uses the new trio, the Ultra Cosmic Crusaders. This trio came out as part of the last Kickstarter campaign. The challenger from the Mop Boys, Piglet. Piglet played as Brain Trust. This match went pretty long and went all the way to Crowd Meter 4. In the end, the winner, new intergalactic champion, Piglet. Congratulations to Piglet for winning. Rowdy Ron, though, have to mention, has won quite a few championships this year, so he's been really making a name for himself this year. Afterwards, I do have to bring this up because people know, I've mentioned this before, afterwards, Rowdy Ron, as he's done many times in the past, tore up his competitor set. I respect that it's his property. He can do with it what he wants. I would just, perfect world, prefer sell it, pay it forward, sell it, donate the proceeds to charity, do something other than just destroying the competitor's set. But it's Rowdy Ron's to do with what he wants. And I don't want to take that away from him. Speaking of Kickstarter, since I just mentioned Rowdy Ron using a competitor set from the last Kickstarter, the next Kickstarter campaign from SRG Universe for the Super Show comic still set to launch third weekend of November. 
right now the pre-launch notification is up. There are stretch goals associated with the pre-launch notification. The first stretch goal, which I believe was to create a competitor set based on the rookie version of D1 has been met. That was if they could get 100 people to select to be notified at launch. The next stretch goal, 200 people. If 200 people click to be notified at launch on the Kickstarter pre-launch page, I believe that will be D3, another competitor set. The rookie version of D3 will be unlocked. If you have a Kickstarter account, please follow the links on the discussion group or search Kickstarter for Super Show the Comic Issues 3 through 5. Find it. Click to be notified at launch. There's no dollar commitment. You're not pledging to make a purchase when you do this. It's just clicking to be notified when the campaign goes live. It will help unlock stretch goals, so please do so. I would appreciate it. I know other people interested in the Kickstarter would appreciate it if you'd help unlock competitors in the Kickstarter campaign. That is pretty much it for the news this week. Let's talk about the online tournaments from this past week. I will start with Monday Night Consigliere Fights. There were eight players in this Monday's Consigliere Fights. Group stages, two groups of four, each person in the group played the other players in the group. Top two from each group advanced into the top cut. So there was just one semifinal round and one final round. The semifinals were played using the steel chain stipulation. The finals were played using the Liger's Den stipulation and the third place match also with the Liger's Den stipulation. Top four were in fourth place playing as Sorotonin, Cheshire. In third place, playing as Pride, Pride himself. The finalists were Hold the Line Harry, playing as the original Sage the Wicked Witch, and Ken Fouché, playing as Brett the Metalhead. The winner, Ken Fouché as the Metalhead. Congratulations to Ken Fouché for winning Monday Night Consigliere Fights. That brings us to Chibi's Thursday Night Fights, Wheel of Pain Edition. Also a group stage tournament. In this tournament, there were 20 players, four groups, five players per group, top two from each group advance into the top cut. The stipulations were, from what I understand, chosen at random. However, I cannot give you the stipulations because that information was not provided to me and from what I understand, it was not published anywhere. I would say if you're really interested in the stipulations, either check out the report on next week's Talk of the Universe or the Thursday Night Fights are streamed live on Chibi's Twitch page, twitch.tv slash ChibiBT, I believe is the name of the page. If you're interested in that, go check that out. But let me give you the top four because there was both a finals match and a third place match. The top four were in fourth place, playing as Reverend Goodbrains, Chris Bridges. In third place, playing as Robert the Brain Dunn, Candyman Dan. The finalists were the collector Sean Loeb as Donation, I believe the new version of Donation, and Yasmin playing as Big Bad Bobby D, with the winner 
the collector Sean Loeb as the new version of Donation. I do also want to point out, while they did not win, the top four, three of the top four, were members of the Think Tank. And to honor Bob Dunn, founder of the Think Tank, they all played as Bob Dunn competitors. So honorable mention to all of them taking Bob Dunn competitors to the top four and almost winning the entire tournament. Good showing from the Think Tank this week in Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Saturday. Saturday we have a trios tournament put on by the general manager of the trios division, the Italian Mambata himself, hosts a trio bonanza, 16 players, four groups, four players per group, top two from each group advanced. He did announce that if there were 16 players, the winner would be considered for a future Trios Championship shot. The top four here were tied for fourth. The current LFF Underworld Champion, Kirk Polka, playing as Big Ballers. And current LFF Tag Team Champion, Sean Lowe, playing as Team Valiant. The finalists were... Alec Ventresca as the higher class. I'm not sure which version of the higher class he played as. There are two versions. And the player of the era, John Pulverino, press 1P as the good, the bad, and the whiskey. With the winner, John Pulverino as the good, the bad, and the whiskey. Congratulations to him for his victory. He will perhaps be considered for an LFF trios championship shot. That is all the online tournaments from this past week. I did also receive a tournament report from the Louisville, Kentucky Super Show group currently playing at Miso's Games. So let me give you their tournament results that they sent to me. If you want me to report on your tournament results, feel free to send me those either through Facebook Messenger outlawbudcast at gmail.com, one of those sources. But their tournament, four rounds of Swiss, and then presumably a top cut. I don't have any more information about the tournament structure, but the top four out of a 12-player field were, in fourth place, tied for fourth, Kirk Polka playing as Najamai, and Colton James Janikowski as Alien Invader. Not sure which version of the Alien Invader does not specify old or new. The finalists were Charity Vanderweel playing as herself, CLV, and Steel Wool playing as Steel Wool. With the winner, Steel Wool as Steel Wool. Congratulations to Steel Wool coming out of retirement once again to win the Miso's Saturday event. Congratulations to him. That is all the information I have from this past week. As far as upcoming events, currently there is nothing posted on supershowthegame.com, but as always, look for a tournament Monday night, look for a tournament Thursday night. They're almost certainly 
will be a dojo on Tuesday night. And then just keep your eye out for pop-ups and other things like that. Right now, though, nothing currently listed on supershowthegame.com for future events. With that being said, I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.